0: In today's show, we're looking ahead to week 19 for fantasy basketball in the NBA. It's finals weeks for some people. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are locked on fantasy basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast, brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd, and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock_Bball, and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Well. There's two weeks left in the NBA regular season. There's one week left in the majority of your seasons. If you are here listening and you are in the finals, congratulations. If you are here listening and you're not, even bigger congratulations because you're still supporting the channel, which is awesome. So, um, yeah, let's get into what's happening across week 19 in the fantasy basketball schedule. And it's a week where we dev the Detroit Pistons. They play five games. They're, they're the team that we're after here. It's five games for the Pistons. 20 teams play four games Nine teams play three games. So the team's playing three. The Bucks, the Wolves, Celtics, Heat, Raptors, Nets, Hawks, Clippers, and Rockets play three games this week. Everybody else has four. Warriors, Kings, Magic, Thunder, Sixers, uh, Wizards, Hornets, Pacers, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Jazz, Bulls, Blazers, Suns, Spurs, Knicks, Cavs, Lakers, and Nuggets have four games. So we are really now the we are really targeting these four and five game teams, obviously. The three game teams, it's gonna reduce value on, on players who are, you know, fringy type players. Maybe it means that someone like a Kendrick Nunn for Miami doesn't have that value that you'd hope for this week. Ken Birch, maybe his usefulness has expired. You might have streamed Jeff Green or Blake Griffin for Brooklyn. Maybe they can go. Kevin Herder, don't even know if he's gonna play, but will he have enough value in three games? Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, if it's a Zubats. Look you still rolling with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard for sure. With well, the Rockets, you know, what does this mean for the guys that have been here carrying at the moment? Kelly Lanier, Kevin Porter Jr., Jay Sean Tate, are they still rosterable? They are, but only the three games does hurt for this week for those guys. Of course, the Pistons, we do not know what they're going to do. They have a pair of back-to-backs, so you can safely say that Corey Joseph and Mason Plumlee and yeah, the other Wayne Ellington, their other resties, they're only going to play minimum three games this week, and you probably think there's a chance they play only two. Even though it's a five-game week, it seems stupid. Corey Joseph and Mason Plumley, you treat them as three-game players, maybe two-game players, and you drop them. But that boosts the value of guys like uh, Alf Stewart. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming glass. Yeah, the flaming glass should get yeah minimum two starts, maybe three or four this week. Yeah, you know, Josh Jackson, the depressed penis, Sadiq Bey. Um, We'll talk about Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant in a second. Yeah, Killian Hayes, he steps up in, into a role there. Frank Jackson becomes an option. Grant's an interesting one. You'd have to think that there's a minimum three games played for Jeremy Grant, and he's probably down to two as well. With the way that he's been playing anyway, I, I think he's a drop. And again, it seems stupid... That to say that a bloke with a five game schedule is a drop, but and and I have been burnt by this, and you might get burnt by it as well. You know, when we thought of that the Raptors and that the you know OG and and Lowry and Van Vliet would only play three games, it might end up that they end up playing four, might even play three. But we don't know that yet, but you know, dropping those guys on the five game week and then they end up um, yeah you know, playing more back to backs than we anticipated. That that could definitely happen. It would make absolutely zero sense given the pattern we've seen, but it made zero sense when the Raptors did it as well. So I guess that's the risk that you do take. But to open up a spot there, yeah, Plumlee's an easy drop. Joseph's an easy drop. Grant's a harder one, but I I do think that he does become a drop in that scenario. Let's look at how the week plays out. And it's a very weird week. It is just even. Eight games Monday, seven Tuesday, nine Wednesday, seven Thursday, ten Friday, seven Saturday, eight Sunday. You could potentially stream every day. Nine is often a borderline day. 10 is probably too much on the Friday. So we look at it, maybe a six-day streamer. So you've got to look at your acquisitions. Do you have four? Do you have five? That means you can't add a player every day. A couple of things you need to do. You need to make sure you've got acquisitions left for the Saturday and Sunday because you don't don't know how the matchup's going to look and what categories you really need to benefit from at the end of the week or you know how if you need to stream in points. So you need to make sure you are saving at least one to two acquisitions for the end of the week. And then you need to work out how many you've actually got for the week. So taking advantage of back-to-backs is so, so important this week. Yeah, you could get a guy added on Monday and get the Monday-Tuesday back-to-back and then another ad on Tuesday and get the Tuesday-Wednesday back-to-back. So that's four games for two ads. Then you look at, again, the Wednesday-Thursday back-to-back There's another two games for one ad there. So you're talking six games for three ads. And then if you've only got four for the week, you don't worry about the the Friday and then you save it for the Sunday and you try and bulk up. Or you can save it and don't do the Monday, Tuesday. Don't do the Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. You can do Wednesday, Thursday, back to back. You can do the Thursday, Saturday, back to back. You can even include Friday if that allows with your schedule. And then you fire up and get bulk games in on the Saturday, Sunday. There are many ways to do it. I think you're planning out and so say, I'm going to add this guy on Tuesday because he has a nice back-to-back on the weekend, is foolish because we've seen how what happens with rests and who's in and who's out. So we're really taking it, as cliched as it sounds, just one day at a time at this point. Streaming teams, um, the Pistons, if we're going to use the, the fact that every day bar Friday is a stream day, every game of the Pistons falls on a day that isn't Friday. So you know you don't have that problem with adding guys from them who you can't use. So you're Frank Jackson, Sadiq Bay, Josh Jackson, Isaiah Stewart's, Killian Hayes. Although Killian Hayes is a bit of a different one, I should have mentioned that earlier. He probably doesn't play the five games. So sorry, I was I shouldn't have included him with those other guys. He probably doesn't play five games. He probably plays only three games this week. So his value isn't like those other players. But your Frank Jacksons, Josh Jacksons, Isaiah Stewart's, Sadiq Bayes, those blokes, you'll be able to use them all five games this week. The Golden State Warriors, the Thunder, the Wizards, the Pacers, and the Grizzlies—they all have four streamable games for the week. So you know, you're Kent Bazemore's Cavon Looney's with Golden State, with OKC, Isaiah Roby, maybe the C-part of Moses Brown, Lou Dort, and if he plays, although so we know we have Warriors there. But the good thing is the Thunder do not have a back-to-back this week. That doesn't preclude Dort from resting, but they don't have a back-to-back. Um, don't, it's the Memphis Grizzlies there as well they have a back-to-back so you're getting three games out of Jaron Jackson um, that means you get probably one good game out of Kyle Anderson and maybe some other ones there but they do have the four and then on the bad side of things the Rockets, the Heat, the Celtics the Wolves and the Bucks all have just two quality games for the week so they only play three games for the week and one of those games is on the, the, the high-volume Friday so your, your stream, your Houston sort of guys, I'm not really sure there's many of those players around. It's more like your Tyler Heros, Goran Dragic's for Miami. Maybe it's your Tristan Thompsons. Maybe it's even Rob Williams. It's definitely a Van Fournier with only two games. They're not worth it. Uh, Minnesota, your Jaden McDaniels, those sort of uh, players, Rick Rubio's, and then your Bucks, your Dante Divincenzo's. those sort of guys. So if you have him, it's three games, but it's probably only two usable games there. Look at back-to-backs. 24 teams have a back-to-back this week. The Pistons, the Pelicans, the Blazers, Spurs, Cavs, Sixers, and Lakers all have two uh, back-to-backs for the week. So we've talked about the Pistons already and how that's going to impact us with those sittings of of Hayes and Joseph and Plumlee and Grant and Allington. But those other teams, there's no real rest candidates that there. Kevin Love's been playing back-to-backs. Embiid's been playing back-to-backs. Anthony Davis plays back-to-backs. LeBron will probably play back-to-backs. So not too much to worry about. And on the good side, Toronto, Brooklyn, the Clippers have no back-to-back. So Paul George probably won't rest. Kevin Durant, no rest. Blake Griffin, no rest, if that matters to you. The Raptors guys, well, maybe we think they don't rest, but who knows what happens. So Ananobi, Lowry, Van Vliet, you're boosting their value. But of course, they sat guys that weren't on back-to-backs before. So reading what they're going to do is really, really tough to predict. In terms of where we're streaming, that is the wrong graphic. So I do uh, apologize for that. All right, so we fixed fix that up now. That, that, that looks better. So, yeah, attacking this week is going to be interesting. It is going to be very dependent on how you're set up in terms of your acquisition limit for the week. But if we're looking to start the week off Monday to Tuesday, there's three teams that have that back-to-back. The Pistons, the Warriors, and the Pelicans. Now, interestingly, the Warriors play four games this week against two opponents. They have a back-to-back at the start of the week against the Pelicans, and they play the Thunder two games in a row at the end of the week. Yeah, really weird schedule. Anyway, so we're we're looking now. The Pistons guys, we know we're just adding a Pistons player, and we're riding that out for the five games. But, you know, streaming a Warriors guy, streaming a Pelicans guy, which is not that easy to do. Maybe it's Bill Hernan Gomez if we hear Stephen Adams is out. Maybe it's James Johnson to make us proud. Maybe it is even Eric Bledsoe. Maybe it's Najee Marshall. The you know, Warriors, we're looking at Baysmore. We're looking at Kevon Looney, Juan Toscano Anderson. Now, again, depending on your situation, you add a guy there. You might not want to use the Tuesday-Wednesday back-to-back because you've only got one streaming spot that you're using. And to add a Monday-Tuesday and then a Tuesday-Wednesday, it does reduce, you know, you can't use that same streaming spot for that. So if you do choose, or if you do have that extra spot, the Tuesday-Wednesdays we're looking at are the Kings, the Suns, the Cavs, and the Bucks. So we're watching the Bucks to see what they do in terms of resting on that back-to-back. So Bobby Portis looks really, really good there. The Cavs, you might look at a Dean Wade. Uh, you might look at a uh, Diskman Chetty Osman. The Suns, you're looking at Crowder if he plays, Cam Johnson if he plays. The Kings, we're looking at maybe a Marvin Bagley. In that scenario, De'Lon Wright in that situation too. Wednesday, Thursday, that's a good one to follow up the Monday, Tuesday back-to-back. Again, we ignore the Pistons. We're just adding them and dealing with them. They're not our streaming spot. But if we, streamed, if we streamed a Warriors or Pelicans guy, then we can switch those guys out on the Wednesday, Thursday for a Wizards, a Pacers, a Grizzlies player, or a Hawks player. So we're looking at Yahal Neto's there, Dan Gafford's Alex Lenz, um, O'Shea Brissett, depending on how that rotation's looking. Maybe it's Gogo if Sabonis is out, which I don't think he will be. Um, maybe it's Justin Holiday, maybe it's Aaron Holiday. Memphis, we're looking at Meltons and Baines and Allen's and Brooks and those sort of players. And then for the Hawks, as well, it just depends who's available, doesn't it? Maybe it's Kevin Herder, maybe it is Anyekara Kongu if Kapala's in trouble. Like there's some options there. Now, of course, as I said, that Friday is the 10-game day where we probably can't stream. So then we look at the Thursday, Saturday to to, um, jump over that, to bridge over the Friday. And there's a ton of teams there. The Pistons, the Warriors, Thunder, Wizards, Pacers, Grizzlies, Raptors, and Nets have the Thursday-Saturday combination. But I think what's also a good way of looking at it is which teams play Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. I think that's a really good way of looking at it because, again, if we try and ignore that Friday ad, we can get three games for the price of one over four days. So who are the teams that play those three games in four nights? You've got the Grizzlies, the Wizards, and the Pacers. All have that combination of that Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday grouping, which is obviously really, really useful. So adding a Grizzlies guy on Wednesday, you can use three games for one acquisition. Same with the Wizards, same with the Pacers. And I've already mentioned a lot of those names there. Your Gaffords, Bertans, Neto, Allen, Melton, Brooks, um, Brandon Clark, Sumner, Brissett, maybe it's Jeremy Lamb, maybe it's Justin Holiday, maybe it's Aaron Holiday, but there's some real teams to target there. And then to end out the week on the back-to-back for the weekend, it's the Pistons. You sure already have those guys anyway, but the Thunder players: so Baisley's, Dortz, if he's available, uh, Isaiah Roby, Moses Brown, um, who knows? Teo who, Maladon, Ty Jerome could end the week there on that back-to-back for you. All right, let's go on to the next group, and that is the front and the back loads. To begin the week, Monday through Thursday, Warriors, Detroit, Wizards, Pacers, Grizzlies, and Hawks have three games in the first four nights. While you're waiting a while to see your Celtics, Wolves, Heat, and Rockets fire up, they've just got one game in the first uh, four days of the week. That is pretty rough, Um, especially when we're talking about these, these teams that only have the three games. For them to sit out the first two games of the week, like the Rockets do, the Wolves do, the Celtics do, that is pretty, pretty rough. And then at the end of the week, you've got the Hornets, uh, this is Thursday to Sunday. The Hornets, the Thunder, the Mavericks, the Bulls, the Pistons, and the Lakers play three games in those last four days. So good value there. The Bucks and the Hawks just one game to end the week. Now that's obviously rough. Atlanta plays on Thursday and then doesn't play again. So if you're in the finals and this is your last week after Thursday, Trey Young, you drop him. Clint Capella, he's gone. Like these guys are finished. Like you just Bogdanovich out. They don't play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The Hawks. The Milwaukee Bucks play Friday, but not Saturday, Sunday. So Giannis, Middleton, Holiday, they're gone. You drop them. With only that one game there, which is on a Friday. Even, to be honest, your fringy players, it's not your Drew, it's not your Middleton, but your Portis's, your Brooke Lopez, your Dante DiVincenzo. After the Bucks play on Wednesday, get rid of them. Because they play on the Friday, which is the high-volume day. They're not going to be in probably in your best 10 or 11 Anyway. And that will enable you a stream slot on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So really important to be able to take advantage of that. Weekly league, some players you can add and might be able to start this week. Kent Bazemore, Matisse Theibel, D'Anthony Melton, Kavon Looney. I think they all have some value this week, but it does depend on what your matchup looks like against your opponent. And players you can sit, Zubats, Andres Harrell, Kem Birch, only the three games for the Raptors and maybe Boucher returns. And then Eric Bledsoe on a weekly situation is a uh, is a sit, but again, on a daily changes, there is that nice back-to-back to start the week. So it does change things. Points leagues, Joshie Jackson, who's still available in over 50% of leagues somehow. Mo Bamba, Sadiq Bey, and Isaiah Roby are good guys to add. And then players you can sit, Lopez, Brooke Lopez, Montrez Harold, Joe Harris, and Ennis Cantor. And then if we look at players who are returning from injury potentially this week, Pat Beverly for the Clippers, Zach Levine for the Bulls, Tyler Hero for the Heat, and maybe De'Aaron Fox for the Sacramento Kings. Guys, that will do it for me today. Good luck. In week 19, good luck in your fantasy playoffs, semifinals or finals, whatever it is. Good luck at the bat- bottom end of your Roto League. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Odyssey. While on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, give it a thumbs up, and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.